Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome on in, everybody, to the Rundown. Nick just played the Grizzlies. Um, a lot of stuff to get into for this game. I'm here with Nick's tape, Luca. Uh, before we get into all of, you know, analysis and all that stuff, comment- commenting on the game, I do want to remind everybody that it's playoff time in the NFL. It is Super Bowl Sunday coming up. So, unfortunately, for those who wanted to see a different matchup, the usual suspects, the Chiefs and the Niners, are back in Vegas for the title. Um, and our partner, uh, Bet Online Sportsbook, is your number one so- sport source. Excuse me for all your football odds, stats, trends, and lines. Obviously, more than just football, with everything from point spreads to hundreds of bets on everything from the coin toss to the Gatorade color. Which I was talking about that with my boys in school today. I think the Gatorade is going to be blue, but don't quote me. You know um, what it was last year? What was it? Uh, I don't know. Sorry, uh, interrupt the ad. So. Just want to remind everybody, Bet Online is the number one sport, number one source for all your championship wagering. So head on over there to Bet Online to get in on all the action. Bet Online, where the game starts. Oh, where do we start with this game? Um, I we start off with hoping Jalen's okay. That's probably yeah. the biggest. Yeah, for sure. Hoping <sighs> Jalen's okay. Um, Dante, man, he's I, super good. He needs love. He needs yeah. love. Um. That three he hit when it was a six-point game to put us back up nine. I, I think it was – no, it was put us back seven. Yeah. Nope. Um, I was just like, this guy thinks he's Clay Thompson right now, and I fucking love it. <laughs> <laughs> he might as well be. He's shooting like prime Clay right now. Yeah, he's shooting like prime Clay. Um, He's been way better going to the basket, way better mm-hmm. just beating guys off the dribble. And there's not really enough that I could, you know, speak highly. There's not enough – high praise that I can give him to just justify the job he's done for us recently. Yeah. Tonight, 12 of 18 from the field, four of nine from three, five boards, five assists, three steals and a block. Like, and he had 14 in the fourth quarter. It 14 really... of 32 of his 30. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Just coming through, man. Coming through when we need it, like always from Dante. Um, some other guys I wanted to highlight from this game. I thought Precious was big time again today. Eight to thirteen from the field, seventeen points, five rebounds, three assists. Um, even on top of that, the defense just amazing again. Three steals, yep. one block. JB, um, we know he got hurt. He went down middle of the fourth quarter. Finished it still with twenty-seven and eight. So great game from him. I don't think he's going to be too hampered going forward. I mean, I definitely think he should sit until the break is over. Yeah, who do we play next? Is it? Is it Orlando? Do we play next? I'll check that real quick. So it's Dal- uh, Dallas and then the Pacers. Oh, okay. Yeah, Dallas, Pacers, Rockets, Magic, and then we get... Oh, Magic is the last game. Is off. All right, I think uh, we could probably go... I see two and two. We'll probably beat... With, I, I mean, if there's no Jalen, you give me one win, I'm happy. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I think we can beat Indy if OG is back. Yeah, fair. I mean, we're going to see, what, Deuce starting point guard minutes now? Yeah, it's going to be Deuce, Dante, OG, Hart, I Hart probably. Or yeah. just Precious start instead of Hart at the four. I mean, I'd, I'd rather Precious start. I think Tibbs would rather have him start too, just so he can get his freaking Josh Hart initiation reps off the bench. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, speaking of Josh, I didn't think he was as good as his box score looks. Agreed. 10 points, 10 boards, 4 assists, plus 20. He was really bad in the fourth quarter. I thought he was a big reason why that lead just got cut into. I mean, he was hesitant with, with the threes against, and, like, I get in a normal game, Randall's there, OG's there. The Josh Hart spot-up threes are not our preferred offense, right? But, dude, when we are this shorthanded, when you are going to have the ball in your hand that much, you're still not comfortable enough to pull the trigger on those open shots that they're just feeding you? Like, yeah. that has to be – that has to, has to, has to be a pull. And it bogs everything down, man. You saw it. Like, uh, I think late in the fourth quarter, he had an open three, and he was like, nah, let me drive it. And then yeah. went into a double. I think the refs called a foul for him and bailed him out. He got bailed out, yeah. Yeah, so just not pretty from Josh Hart. Yeah, I mean, this game also shows why we need another initiator or two, right? Not only to alleviate the minutes from Brunson and the rest of the guys, but just because the bench – and the depth is just cut right now because we have so many guys out. Yeah. I mean, going forward, we're going to have nearly the entire starting five out. Yeah. The preseason starting five, well, I guess because RJ is not here. But hypothetically speaking, the preseason starting five with OG having been traded would have been Brunson, Grimes, OG, Randall, Mitch. Right? Yeah, they're all hurt. <laughs> and they're all gone. They're all gone. So, I mean, it didn't happen at the worst time. A couple games before All-Star break. Yeah. Like you said, if we pick up one win, I'll be happy. And I think we probably beat Houston. Yeah, I mean, there's a good news on Mitch, though. He's starting on-court activities after the All-Star break. I think that was from Begley. Yeah. Around 6 o'clock today. So, that's good. If you figure if he's returning – after the All-Star break, maybe he's back, like, I don't want to speculate too much, maybe, like, a late March. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. He and Julius might be back around the same time. I think Mitch could get back, like, early March. Early March? Yeah, early to mid-March. Well, so if All-Star so I wonder, is the 18th. Yeah, but isn't this the eight-week eight week mark, though? Isn't that what they said? They said initially it's a 10 week for re eval. Yeah, and I think this is the eight week mark. Yeah. This week. Well, I mean, I hope so, man. I think they're probably going to play it conservatively just because he's a big and it was another foot. Yeah. Uh, ankle, I'm sorry. Um, But we know we'll probably be getting him back well before the playoffs. So that's massive. Yeah. I mean, I wonder how Tibbs, we talk about this all the time. I wonder how Tibbs plays it. You think he'll like throw Mitch right back into the starting lineup? I hope not, because iHeart's playing I don't more than well enough. You know, he shouldn't, but will he? Because I think iHeart's <laughs> playing more than well enough to stick in the starting lineup for now. Has like I don't necessarily you know think this myself, but iHeart's making a case that I didn't want to acknowledge when he started hooping. <laughs> You know, what, say you know what I'm getting at. I don't think I'll, I'll say it either, but he, he's he's been he's been pretty damn good. He's been yeah. starting caliber center. If you pick up what I'm saying, I mean, good news is trading RJ and Quick did shed salary, so we can 
yeah, definitely resign iHeart. Yeah, for sure. And I think he probably would have come back anyway. I just um, think like the vibes with him here are like great, man. Like I think he loves being here. So yeah, hundred percent. Especially because his they're having a kid, right? Yeah, and he's best friends with Mitch. So yeah, yeah, that would be really sad to rate that tandem up. Um, other stuff from this game. I mean, we saw Taj Gibson play 13 minutes. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Good on Taj. I wanted Jacob Toppin, but we started just throwing for no reason. Yeah, I know. Um, Malachi came in, hit two big shots. He I thought he was – how many minutes did he play? Like 11? 12, yeah. I thought – it's going to sound hilarious, but I thought he stabilized those minutes because the non-Brunson minutes really get rough at times. Yeah. I, th- I thought he like he just didn't have to he had to be not bad and he was not bad yeah that's all we needed exactly deuce got his game off a little bit i mean he shot five for 14 which is ugly but i thought overall he played a pretty good game i thought he went to the rack uh well a couple times even though he's still like sometimes hesitant going up yeah it's still not pretty he just needs to i mean his arms are long he just needs to go up strong he'll probably get calls he needs to go to like a foul drawing academy, which is the Emmanuel Quickly School of Foul yeah, Drawing. Like, uh, dude, Deuce, Deuce is pretty good as it is, but if he just like picked up, had a ref bait from Brunson and Quick, such a better player. Special, special, special things at the Garden. Yeah. Um, the Grizzlies shot the shit out of the ball tonight. Yeah. What are they? They probably shot like. 22 of 36. They shot like that. um from three, they shot 21 of 37. That's disgusting. 57 overall from three. So oh I mean ridiculous. they were they were hitting some stupid shots though. In the fourth quarter, especially in the fourth quarter alone, I think they were <sighs> seven of eleven from three. Yeah, they were seven of nine at one point. Which and then they had the two air balls at the end. <laughs> yeah, yep. We deserved that. Yeah, so, I mean, they shot 51% from the field and 57% from three. So it just shows you how ridiculous of a shoot tonight they had. I mean, they do have some good young pieces. I will acknowledge that. I like Gigi Jackson. Vince Williams is good. Yeah, I liked Vince. I think, like, Future Knicks. The, shooting, <laughs> the shooting percentages didn't do Vince, like, justice with how he's been playing recently, right? Like, he shot whatever it was today. I think like 30% from the field today. He wasn't great. He yeah. shot... Oh, no, he shot 6 of 17. Not horrible. Eh, not great. Not, not, yeah, not great either. But I mean, I, he's only shooting 44% on the year. His game, though, is just like... I think it's super scalable when Ja and Jaron Jackson come back. Like I think that's a great fit for them. And I think they found a pretty... Not foundational, but a guy who can really just stabilize. Yeah, I mean, he's shooting pretty well, too. He's shooting 38% from three on the year. Yeah. You'll take that. Um, Anything else you wanted to hit on before we get into comments? Another 40-minute game for Precious Chua. Dude, he's actually been so good. I'm so happy we have his bird rights for this offseason. I know. That's massive. Like, unironically, having four centers and four really good ones on, like, cheap, cheap contracts. Like, iHeart's will probably be... Bigger than Mitch's? Ah. I mean, he could just... I think 
we can pay him like four for 64. Yeah, I was thinking four for 62. Puts him right in line with Mitch, right? Mitch had a 460, right? I believe. Yeah. 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 So, sure. um, I mean, Dante on a four for 48 looks absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> but Leon Cook, dude. Okay. That's why I don't, I have full trust in him for this trade deadline. If yeah. You wanted to touch on that for a second. Oh, yeah. Did you see the report that um Brogdon is not shopped right now by the by the He's Blazers? He's a loser, dude. He wants yeah. to just sit and rot in Portland. <laughs> it seems like I mean I don't know if if it's him who doesn't want to leave, or if it's the Blazers who just don't want to trade him. But it's, I think it's both probably. It's so it makes annoying. no sense. It just makes no sense. I mean, did you also see the report that um, what was it? Was it the Catch article that said the next word? Getting close to Brown for four and a pick. Getting close, like getting close, or, or like conver- I guess like conversations. I don't remember how he worded it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's and, big. I hope we hold on to Grimes. That'd be nice. I w- I wouldn't hate it just because like I I just want somebody else in the mix. Yeah, uh, Bruce Brown's not my preferred option or anything. Like he's. He's not even a, like a truly great fit here, but no, I don't. I don't think we can not get somebody to that line. Just get a functional basketball player, creator or not, knockdown shooter or not. As long as they can be on the court and not be somebody who you ignore on offense, come on board. They just need legs, dude. That's really all it is right now. Yeah, I just <sighs> getting into some comments. Uh, yeah. Starting from the top, I will start kick it off with my guy Jordan Bub. Dante's last five games. I mean, dude, what what is up with this guy? Dante's last five games: twenty eight points, five boards, four assists. He's quite dude. Absurd game, absurd uh, shooting percentages, and dude, the way that he's getting his his stuff off. I mean, it's not it's not like cookie cutter shots, man. Like he's no. really. <laughs> He's pulling from three, four feet behind the line. He's pulling, you know, step backs in the mid-range, finishing over multiple guys in the paint. Just it's actually ridiculous. There's there's something to be said about, like, how we can identify guys whose career path has maybe been a little bit walky. Um, just, all right, get him in here. Maybe you give him a couple more, you know, a couple of high, uh, percentages higher of usage. Mm-hmm. We see what they could do, and they usually hit more often than not, right? Like the only guy yeah. he didn't really hit on was who Evan, which whatever. Yeah, so. I mean, he's shooting fifty-two percent from the corner this year. That's just <laughs> like that's fucking crazy. Forty-two percent overall. That's ridiculous. And I don't. I want to see how many three-pointers he's taking a game. Chris, this is funny as hell. Chris said, I know the Grizzlies are down their whole roster, but Lord, they pass like they're using echolocation. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. They had like four plays in a row early in the third quarter, and I was just like, are you a G League team? Which I guess they kind of are, but like. Yeah, no, they definitely are. (laughs) Uh, Yes, and also shout out to Mike and Clyde. Yes, sir. Um. I want to see Dante's taking seven threes a game. 
He'll take that. Over the season, right? Not not this stretch. Because this stretch. Yeah, no, over the season. It's probably like 11. Yeah. Or something. Like, he's just been ridiculous. Yeah, there's not. He's He is shooting the Brock like prime Clay Thompson right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, being down six players is crazy, Ace. Yep. I mean, it's going to. Probably be like that for the next four games as well. So we might have to get used to it. Yeah. I mean, we we'll just survive. Win a game, hopefully. If we win a game, then that takes us into the all star break. I believe at 34 and 21. And you told me before the season through 55 games, we'll be 34 and 21. I would have signed up. So, yeah. Find a I way, mean, go one and three. It's fine. That'll probably be good for the four seed. I think we can still get a top three seed this year, dude. Just get a little bit healthy post All Star break. Bring in somebody. Well, what's uh is Milwaukee? If Milwaukee doesn't win tonight, I think we jump them or, or tie them. Milwaukee is thirty three and seventeen. So yeah, we would tie them if okay. they lose tonight. I mean, and they've had to head as well. We are in the thick of things for either the two or the three seed. So yeah. I mean, ideally, right? Like, I, I guess I get it's really early. You don't really want to be looking at standings too much right now. But like, give me, give me Cleveland as the two seed, even if we're the three seed. Give them home court advantage. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Boston and Milwaukee kill each other in the second round, and hopefully, we'll be there to just pick at the scraps after. Yeah. I mean, that'll be perfect. Because do you think Philly gets jumped? I bet I assume they get jumped by Indy. Uh, probably. And I'm not sure. It, like Indy is a horrible matchup for Milwaukee too, so maybe there's a little upset that could happen over there. Yeah, but I don't think we stick at. I think we go three. It'll probably be Cavs, us, Bucks, two to four. That's what I. That's how I think it plays out as well. I mean, the Cavs' schedule coming up is a freaking cakewalk, bro. Yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't really want the Pacers, but I think we can win with OG. I don't want the Pacers simply because they just you. I feel like if you get them in a seven game series, that's the type of team that you know running and gunning so much gonna tire you out. I don't think yeah, it's likely that you go on to win a championship after playing that team. I mean, that's what we did to Cleveland last year, right? Yeah. We just ran them down, and I guess even the Miami went to the finals. Their legs were dead by the end of that as well. Yeah. Uh, Ace, Dante is the craziest three-point shooter we've had in a while. I mean, it, he's like the best three-point shooter on the Knicks I've seen in my life. I mean, I, Brunson's probably higher because his threes are harder and he still makes however many he yeah. Um, But like this three-point shooting season from him, way better than Evans in uh, 2021. I can't believe he has that record. I need Dante to break it. It's going to get broken this year. Yeah, it, that, that record is done. Yeah. Um, Steve Novak is like the only guy who really comes to mind besides him. Like Dante and Evan. Tim Hardaway Jr. Okay, yeah, that's fair. He also never really like got his shine, I guess, over here. Like if he was playing off of Brunson right now, he might be able to set that record as well. But who cares? I mean, you see how he's playing right now. He's so like 32 points one night. Yeah, I know. Three, exactly. three the next. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I heart was really good tonight. Yeah, I mean, I heart man. The the shift in physicality from last season, like right after he healed up from that Achilles, 
last season. Just been a yeah. tough player. I mean, remember when he first got here and he was horrible, and then he was like, yeah, I've been garbage. I'd be better. And then he's just been like probably a top 12 center in the sport. Is that crazy? I don't think so. Like He might even be top 10. That if, I, if he's top 10, he's probably like number 10 by hair. Yeah. But well, see. I mean, in, here, let's list him out right now if you want to. Yeah. Embiid. Embiid Jokic. Yep. Right. Got Bam. Um, Is I he a center? I'd put AD at a center. Okay. Um, are we putting Mitch over him? <sighs> I wanted to avoid that combo earlier in the screen, but if we can't get to it. Dude, I mean, I'm, like, I'm going to say the controversial thing, maybe not, or maybe unpopular. I do think iHeart is better. I think I'm I'm close to there with you. Like the only thing that would make me not say that is sample. Yeah. Yep. And we're getting but sample. So I love Mitch to death, and they're like neck and neck. But I just think iHeart has the edge because of his offensive capabilities. Like yeah. he's the same. I think he's the same level of um, rim protector that Mitch is. I don't think he's so great on the perimeter, or I mean, as great as Mitch is. I think Mitch, his length and he can move his feet well. Um, they're both great on the offensive glass, but iHeart just has a little bit, well, a lot more gravity. Yeah. And just because he's a passer and can hit those little short floaters, I just think it gives him just a tiny bit of an advantage. Yeah, definitely. Are you counting Porzingis as a five? Probably. He's played a lot of five this year for yeah, that's Boston. So, so what is that, six? Yeah, so... Porzingis, uh, we said Embiid, Jokic, Embiid, Bam, Jokic, Bam, AD, AD. So that's five. I heart. Um, Mitch, we're not putting Jared Allen there. No, no, we're not. No, <laughs> out of here. Uh, Brooke Lopez. Uh, I, I'd give the nod to Brooke there. Probably, yeah. Um, the rest of the East, just to run through it: Chicago, Atlanta, Brooklyn, Toronto, Charlotte, Washington, Detroit. I don't think anybody there gives comp. No. Nope. Um, OKC. Is Chet top Chet? 10? I don't think Chet's their five. Oh, well, I think. Is Cat? Cat? Not Cat. Gobert, rather. Gobert, yeah. Okay. So Gobert. Um, Sabonis plays Sabonis. the five. Right? I He, yeah. So, so maybe iHeart and Mitch are both just outside the top 10. Probably like tw- 10 to 12 range. I mean, after Sabonis, then you get into like. Nurkic, Valanciunas. Nurkic isn't great. Shengun, though. <laughs> yeah, I don't love Shengun, but really, I think he's good. I think, like, I, I'd rather have Hartenstein than him, in my opinion, because I, I think I value Hartenstein's defense more than I value Shengun's offense. Yeah, I mean, Shengun's like, if I Heart kept shooting from three, like when he it came- would be like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was hitting a couple. Um, but if he kept shooting from three, that's basically what his offensive impact is. It's the same as Shangun's. Yeah. Shangun doesn't shoot well from three. Yeah. I, I think that 11 12 spot is like really fair for iHeart. Yeah. And Mitch is probably right around there too. Maybe like 12 or 13. Because we're not, 
is Wemby top ten? I forgot about him. I mean, he has probably. To be. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I mean, if we're just going on this year, has Brooklyn that good this year? I'm not gonna. Like I don't know. Like, he like, hasn't been that good. I don't like watching the Bucks. I'm not gonna lie to you. So I don't do much of it. But like, I don't either. Just when I see him play the Knicks and shoot like five for five from three. Yeah, exactly. Every single fucking game. Um, from Chris, who do the Blazers and Pistons think they are? <laughs> the Lord <laughs> saying they're gonna be doubtful to move Burks to Brogdon because they want to reassess the future for the thirty, and one is the UFA. I mean, they sound like us right before Leon took over. They're like home Burks, baby. Yeah, they're not going to trade Marcus <laughs> Morris, and then we shipped him out for the quickly pick, right? So, and for OG. Thank you, Marcus Morris, for OG. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just really stupid, man. Like, I think these teams value competitiveness post-trade deadline just way too much. Like, you need – you should have been – if you wanted to be competitive and you wanted to promote development through – you know, close games and all that. You should have been thinking about that from before the season, but you didn't, you're not competitive. You got to own it now and be competitive next season. That That's just my opinion on it. Yeah. It's like fake tricking the management too. So they don't make like a ton of changes. It's like, Oh, we want to keep this core together. We can be competitive next year. And then they go next year and just trade the guys, the, the deadline anyway. That's like what the fucking saints do every year. <laughs> Like, your core is not winning shit, bro. Stop. Yep. Strictly NFL. <laughs> uh, if, I don't know if that's E-Rock or Eric, but I'm sorry if I mispronounced it. Do we have to make a trade now? I mean, for fuck's sake, I thought we had to make a trade regardless. But... Yeah. I mean, if you read the round table. Yeah. Um, I, it's obvious that everybody thinks we need a trade. And yeah. we just do. I mean, even if it's like, I wish the Bulls weren't so annoying about their trades, because Caruso would be oh, a nice fit here. I want Caruso so badly, dude. Because <laughs> he'll just like fit right into the pseudo ball handlers on the bench. Mm-hmm. He's just he's basically just an upgraded version of Josh Hart. For people, or not for people, but for the Jazz to ask for what is it reportedly Grimes and two firsts for Clarkson and Olenek, I think. Okay, so figure probably Grimes in a first for Clarkson then. That'd be really annoying. I don't know if I would like that at all. I don't. I wouldn't like that. And like, dude, I'd I'd rather give up two firsts and Fournier for Caruso than than give up Grimes in a first for Clarkson. Give up Milwaukee's. Yeah, give give Milwaukee's, Detroit even like give yeah. two give two protected picks. Yeah. Just comment every time. Yeah. Yeah. Every right. time someone gets hurt, the rotation gets smaller. So every time someone gets hurt due to the overuse, tips doubles down and overuses many guys more. <laughs> this is will. It's just the cycle of hell, Jeff. It's it's major it's chicken in the egg situation. Tibbs oh. is like, "Hey, what do you want me to do?" <laughs> but they're like, "This is your fault," and he's like, "No, oh, whatever." Yeah. He's his paper crosses his arms. <laughs> he only had his luol dang for so long until yeah. he ran him into the ground. Yeah. And now Josh is Josh got banged up again today. Josh got hurt. Um, I mean, we might get fucking twenty Taj minutes next next game. <laughs> oh, God. No, we might actually just get Evan minutes. Oh Jesus! Make Please top, make a trade. Make up top and your boy. <laughs> Future dunk contest champion. Yeah. 
Um, we have UPS in the stream. Shout out UPS. Shout out UPS. Uh, if you're, <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not putting that up. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll be, we'll be waiting for you know updates and all that on Brunson and Hart. Um, I don't think Hart was any. He he finished the game, no? Yeah, he might have come out. Um, I don't think he came out of the very end. He was noticeably limping the first time up the court, and then he didn't look too yeah. bad after that. Can you check the score of this uh this Buck Suns game? Yeah. Why do you have someone in for that? No, not even. I just want to see if if I can push an agenda and, and say that the Bucks are better without Dame. Holy the Bulls tied the game against the Timberwolves. Oh no. <laughs> they're they're gonna think they're good and Cat just missed a three. The Bulls have a chance to win it. Oh my god, I took the Holy Wolves. I live bet the Wolves like Minus a thousand. You're hilarious for that. <laughs> oh my god, I heart clutched up the when he stole the rebound. It cashed me out at the end. Yeah, I had Brunson seven assists. I heart two steals. I heart two blocks. How much you win on that? Like smooth fifteen. Smooth 15. Yeah. yeah, respect. That's some lunch money right there. Yeah, I'll take that. I'll take it. Um, no updates on Brunson so far, Hawkeye. Um, and, and sorry, go ahead. No, if there's something that drops, obviously we'll we'll get that. We'll, we'll talk about it on here. Suns game just started. It's fifteen fourteen Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Malik Beasley is eight. Middleton is six. Giannis is zero for four. Bum. Yep. <laughs> Booker has seven. Beal went off the other night against Washington. I saw that dude. He dropped what like. 38 or something? I thought it was like 43. Maybe. I'm going to check. I mean, I don't think they're... I still don't think they're a good team. That's the funny part. Dude, Tibbs is... Yeah, 43 points on 16 of 21. Jesus. Tibbs says, we didn't close out well. Instead of getting a win is the most important thing. Thanks, Tibbs. I mean, look, I love winning as much as the next person, but even if we lost, I think... Thing is freaking Jalen Brunson's ankle, but yeah, I mean, I don't even really blame him for putting Brunson back in the game. I saw people blame him for that. Yeah, the game would have just folded, we would have just lost if he didn't put him back in. The thing is, like, even you know, the lead was getting squandered before Brunson came in, in and and then the Grizzlies just go absolutely ballistic in three, so it's like. Tibbs, it's lose lose. This is the one time where I won't criticize Tibbs for putting like Johnson back in the game. Yeah, I'm gonna need a couple buckets. Should I should I talk about this right here? How do yeah, you- let, let, get a little strictly NFL action. <laughs> I like it, man. Honestly, um, I think it's obvious that their number one and number two guys were Denard Wilson and Bobby Babbage, respectively. I think it's obvious that neither wanted to come here because they're going to have more security in those other spots that they went to. And for this to be a fallback option, right. For somebody who can from all accounts, get, get great production out of McKinney in that role that he was before with Patrick Graham. Yeah. Yeah. For somebody who I think has done great work with a lot of pass rushers um, in that three-year window in Tennessee. I think it's massive for Kayvon. I think it's massive for Aziz. Dex. He worked with Jeffrey Simmons too. Exactly. He worked with Jeffrey Simmons. Um, he, he helped unlock Jeffrey Simmons in a lot of ways. 
Yeah. And he's, I think he was a top 10 rush defense in all three years in Tennessee. So that's been a huge problem for us in the, in the two years that Dable's been here. Is this a slam dunk hire? No, but I, I think they hit a solid double, honestly. And, you know, in a situation like they are in where you're going into year three, there's a lot of bad publicity about Dable with, you know, his relations with his coaches and all that stuff. Um, there's also just potentially heat on this regime in general, right, with with how the season p- played out and the fact that they're not really in a position to draft a quarterback. So for for all those situations to kind of come together and to get somebody who I still think is an above average D.C., who has a lot of success with putting guys who you have X factors right in your defense, a McKinney, an O'Karake. Remember, he, he worked with David Long in Tennessee mm-hmm. and Long had a great season, went to Miami, got paid. So I think there's a lot of real just kind of easy plug and play fits that you can see with with uh, Shane Bowen coming in. Yeah. That was perfectly said. Uh Chris, honestly let the Bulls rot if they want to be the 10 seed for the next bunch of years. I mean, who who do we don't have to be, we don't have to be cordial about this, bro. Fucking, they were on our ass during the Bulls, during last year. They're talking cash shit. Yeah, exactly. I do feel horrible that like Alonzo is kind of fried because yeah, I, that sucks. Yeah, but I really started to like love how he was playing, but yeah. I mean, maybe in a, who do they even build around? Because they don't have assets. Um, so it's they, like they probably have to trade everybody and hopefully hold on to Kobe. If they don't hold on to Kobe, they better hold on to Kobe. Future Nick. <laughs> I hope so. He can be our IQ replacement. You'd give up two unprotected first for him? And Grimes, probably. Uh, and Grimes, okay. Or like Grimes in a first. I don't know if the salaries work, though. Kobe's good. He's very Kobe's good. legit good, yeah. Yeah, no, he's His like... His defense has gotten better, too, right? It was really good in the beginning of the season. Not so great now. Mm-hmm. But he's shooting 59 true shooting, 40% from three. Like, you'll take that. Yeah. And it doesn't, like, his defense doesn't have to be awesome. He just has to try. If he, I mean, if he can guard the ball halfway decent, then then we're fine. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Chris, to be, to be fair, if Evan plays Thursday, that means we didn't do anything at the trade deadline. I mean, if we do something, there's more of a chance that Evan plays. Because if we do nothing, then then we have as many people eligible to play as possible. If we make a trade, then well, Evan's probably in the trade as well. But <laughs> let's hope so. Yeah, I just I just, <laughs> sorry, Evan. Not sorry. No, you're good. Um, but hypothetically speaking, if Evan was to not be involved in the trade, he'd probably play. But he will be involved in the trade, so I'll sh- I'll shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for what it's worth, Brunson and Hart walked out of the locker room. We'll take a- that. Okay. It's, it's, we will take that. Um, follow-up question from Hulk. I'll, I'll get to that at the end because I don't want to do too much football stuff. Uh, while <laughs> <in this NBA. laughs> um, from Jordan Bubb, Burks, Brown, or Clarkson, who will be Nick at the end of the tread deadline? If it was Brown or Burks, how do you feel about the acquisition? I don't know who the hell is going to be one 
but I can say I probably want Clarkson the most. He can just give us like a spark plug. I know it sounds like cliche and everything, but we really just do need a guy who's going to come off the bench and be confident and just shoot the ball. Yeah, I agree. I also think like of anybody, even more than Brogdon, I think Clarkson's more the guy who can come into a playoff game and just go absolutely nuclear, right? And and give yeah. you 24 points on like 12 shots. So there's not a lot of guys who I look at on the roster and think that that's a possibility for. You know, even Grimes, Deuce, as much as I love those guys, right? Like the only other guy who you really look at besides Brunson and Randall and think that has a possibility of that is OG or Dante. So yeah. to have that guy off the bench who also I think can, can really go to the rack like better than most people probably think, I, I think that's pretty big time. Yeah. And Where, like he can – we just need guys to be passable defenders with yeah. how strongly defense is already. And it's basically you, just like. Did you see the ahead. tweet he had from Strickland today where uh, I forgot Clarkson played with Randall and Hart in LA? Yeah. Power of friendship. Yeah. <laughs> 2024 New York champion or NBA champion, New York Knicks. <laughs> New, York, New York, York champions. Um, I don't know if I want Burks at all, dude. I don't even, I don't know if I want to touch Burks at all. Like, <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want him back in Tibbs' possession. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> point Burks and Point Hard at the same time might just do me in. Dude. Kobe Kobe, I told you, dude. Kobe going nuclear. Sam probably had him for like 50 plus. Oh, dude. Sam's going to send me a ticket. Like, dude, I need him to start dropping the plays. Guys, guys, Sam, lacking. you're lacking. Guys, guy wins money and has a girlfriend. I wish I was him. <laughs> always find a way you mean a wife a wife yes i'm sorry i'm sorry yeah uh if we get brownie one score but neither will they that's the whole philosophy dude that's oh my god that would be so disgusting he's been so bad this year he's actually been god awful who um Bruce Brown. Bruce Brown, yeah. So the three point percentage was thirty two. I think for his career he was what thirty five. Definitely better than thirty two. I can tell you that much. Uh, he's shooting thirty three percent. I mean the the R J Scotty Bruce Brown lineups in Toronto are just a fucking shit show. And people are like, why isn't quickly doing it? <laughs> why, why is quickly not getting to the rim in Toronto? Like, dude. The Look whole... at the spacing, dude. Holy <laughs> shit. I mean, RJ is playing well, which is funny. He's uh, no longer fat, Jay. Yeah, respect to him for that. I wanted to hate on him, like, when I saw him <laughs> playing well. And then I was like, all right, man, like, this is this is kind of cool, though, because, like, this is – that was supposed to be my sweet prince. And it's not – he's not my sweet prince anymore, but it's fine. Yeah. Uh, just guy, love this game ball now. Yeah, I, from afar, I love him, but I love Quick more for sure. Uh, Hawkeye says issue with Clarkson is how streaky he is, dude. I, mean, I think that's like why he's different. Yeah, you can take a chance on that with this roster right now. Uh, I, okay, if guys are healthy, yeah, you can take a chance. Yeah, exactly. On that. But even like if 
the deuce lineups right now, it's like deuce, Malachi, Josh Hart, Precious, iHeart. Some disgusting shit. And it's like, who the hell is deuce just supposed to initiate everything with that lineup? <laughs> Josh isn't going to do it. Malachi probably won't do it. So even if we have a guy like Clarkson coming in and just start chucking, it might give Deuce the confidence to chuck as well. And yeah, he also could just play off that because I think he's probably better suited as a two guard anyway. Yeah, like two on offense, but guarding the ball on defense. Mm-hmm. Deuce's midi has has been impressive, and like he needs to go to that more. Yeah, that was actually the biggest. Um, Swin talked about this a little bit on Pottsrickland an episode or two ago. That's only the really. That's what we're missing the most after trading quick. Like, out of his skill set compared to Deuce's is just the mid-range game. Yeah. Because he's not an incredibly strong... He doesn't um, get to the rim incredibly well, and he's not a strong finisher at the rim. So he really needs to use that mid-range game, that floater game, to open up more lines to the rim, I think. Um, where are we getting at to? Okay, I mean, I freaking wish, bro. I wish he was Brogdon, but it, it, we covered it. We said it earlier. I don't think he's getting traded for whatever reason, man. Like, it's pretty bullshit, but we can't we can't tangle with the person who doesn't or with a front offense who doesn't want to dance. So, yeah. <laughs> the next one, is, <laughs> I hope so. man, y'all are both wrong. That's Sam and the mother who's still there. Yep. Uh, <laughs> what? Bucks update: Middleton hurt his ankle after KD zazad him. No way. <laughs> zazad him is a funny ass term. That's good. Um, hope <sighs> out Middleton's okay though. Yeah. I mean that team. <laughs> I just don't look at that roster and just think good basketball team. Um, G from Twitter. I didn't get to check that they give an update on Brunson. There is nothing yet. Um, the only thing is he what he was seen walking uh, without a limp. He and Hart. Yeah, Hart. Hart also. I don't know if you saw it or not. Hart went down in the fourth quarter, just grabbed his knee, but he seems pretty fine. Yeah, he'll walk it off. Uh, um, Bulls are up five with a minute twenty to go. Dude, they're gonna. F- <laughs> I can't believe they fucked my parlay like that, man. DeRozan shot sixteen free throws. <laughs> Caruso has nine nine boards, six assists, five stocks. Drummond has four blocks. Fooch has four, three blocks. DeRozan has four steals. Kobe has 33, five, and seven. So I took – wait, you said Kobe has 33, five, and seven? Yeah. Dude, that guy, that guy needs to be a Nick. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That guy needs to be a Nick. Get him on. That's what I'm saying. Dude, Bam is such a loser. Dude, I have Bam in fantasy. It's the most frustrating experience. Uh, he had eight boards with like a quarter and a half to go. I had him 10 plus. He just didn't get another fucking rebound. <laughs> Mikhail hit his threes somehow. Paolo got his assists, but Bam is just... I mean, me and Tyrese talked about this on the post game after we beat the Heat. He just hasn't improved in like three years. There was a time like in the... Around the bubble, the year after the bubble, I thought he was going to be a superstar. He had me fooled, man. The defense is still there, but the offense just hasn't developed at all. The defense is fucking all world. Yeah. If only he could do anything offensively. 
he can't shoot the ball from three. He doesn't have a good mid-range game. He's not very strong with the rim. Yeah. I mean, that's the biggest thing. He's sure he's athletic, but he's what, 6'9? So. Yeah. Second, uh, Katie oh, yeah, got for 21. <laughs> What's so the took... have you guys talked about? Sorry, go ahead. No, you're good. So, I, I took um, when we when we were like up seven, I took us for whatever our odds were. I had taken Timberwolves minus a thousand, I took Magic like minus two thousand. And I put like ten bucks on it, and I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be a fucking free ten dollars." Now Kobe <laughs> White just took a shit on me. It's nice. Kobe White just decimated you. Um, G said, "What trades have you guys talked about?" We talked about Clarkson for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Coping with the idea of Bruce Brown, we don't want Alec Burks. Luca, <laughs> if we're not getting traded, <laughs> we don't trade for anybody. Will you join me on the Gordon Hayward bandwagon? I don't know if I can do it. You and Tyrese have both been trying to convince me, and I don't know if I like it. I think you, I bro, I just think it works, man. Like Anto I don't know. man, really? Anto's man. I'll, I'll stay on my side, and we'll see. <laughs> I'll stay on my side. You stay on that side. I'm gonna stay right here. I mean, people are vouching for Lowry too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly that's what i'm saying <laughs> you would, would, you, would you rather have lowry or gordon hayward tell 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 me in the chat right now who you unironically lowry i'm so serious because if Bro, he's healthy in the playoffs you know he's gonna play every single game gordon hayward could be out with like a sore right pinky toe that Bro. is fragile as Deuce is better than Lowry right now, man. But Lowry has is the fake Miami Heat playoff grit, and he can just injure people. No, not actually. But I do think, in all seriousness, (laughs) I would think he could just stabilize the the bench unit. If he shoots even decently from three, he can foul bait a little bit. He he still defends well. Yeah. I mean, foul baiting. Fucking maybe Deuce can pick up a thing or two. Yeah. I mean, he's he actually been better defensively this year than he has offensively, and he's shooting 39% from three. Dude, there's no way that people think Gordon Hayward is, is this bad of an option, bro. <laughs> Chris Chris said he'll slowly run away. He also <laughs> said he, he'd rather have more white walls and be strapped in a straight jacket than watch Candy Glass Gordon Hayward. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'm or crazy. Sucks, man. You maybe um, you are crazy. I don't know. Your boy right here got a shout, Luca. Jacob Toppin. Yes, future dunk contest champion. I was saying yeah. it earlier. Let's also uh, let's get Daquan Jeffrey some playoff burn too. There we go. Charlie Brown Jr. And bring let's bring back Chase Vet too, please. <laughs> go get Norvell Pell back, Jared Harper. Norvell Pell just had his birthday. Happy birthday, Norvell Pell. <laughs> How do you know? That's Dude, so don't wild. Ask <laughs> don't ask me. Um, That's so wild. I don't know Shout why. Shout Norvell Pell. COVID legend. 
<laughs> bro, this is this is a good point. Not not just because like I I mean I think we have zero chance to win that game, but the Mavs pick Dallas. right now. Yeah, the Mavs, wasn't it like seventeen last post game that you guys? Did? I think it's like fifteen right now because I know Holy they. I think shit, they lost. Are you serious? Yeah. No way. I mean, that right now. in all like, I know this is perceived. This draft is perceived as a weak draft class. This is a, like the draft to get your superstar role player. Yeah. It's not Agreed. like the superstar superstar guys like they're gonna come in and immediately be all star guys, but. If the Knicks need like a bigger three and D win than Grimes, let's say Tibbs wants that, this is the draft to get that in, or you get your quick replacement. I know this isn't um, a draft show, but dude, I watch Rob Dillingham, and I think that kid's ridiculous. He's so good. Prez has his guys. I all the guys that would probably fit the best. Um, are playing themselves into like top 12 picks. Jacoby Walter, super good. Stefan Castle, super good. Collier is probably going to go before us. Collier is projected to be like a top five guy, no? Yeah. I mean, he's fallen off a little bit recently because uh-huh. that team just had. Wait, is he the G League dude? No, 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 no. He's from USC. Okay. What, who is LeBron, the. Who's the prospect who's in the G League? Do you, do you know who I'm talking about? Is it about? the Prez guy? Because Tyler Smith is one of them. I just, like... Is, this that, is, is he a guard? Yeah. Hmm. I can check. I think he's, like, like a swingman, maybe. But, like, I kind of want to steer clear of G League guys, dude. Like, Amen and Asar have been playing, like, fine for rookies. But Jalen Green... really good. DJ Wagner, that's a good call. DJ Wagner's last couple of games, like I watch Kentucky more than any college team just because they have like legit NBA dudes this year. Mm-hmm. Like and DJ Wagner is tough, bro. Thank God Rick Brunson coached that kid. Like we have the end. <laughs> yeah. Thank, thank goodness. I really wish Reed Shepard wasn't playing himself into a top five pick. He's gonna be yeah. so good in the NBA. Too, I was I was watching a, or listening to Prez. Talk, I was either listening to Prez talk about him, or I was reading a thread Prez did on him. I think, and he was talking about like how Reed Shepard is like one of the best shooters in freshman history. Yeah, he's ridiculous. Yeah, <clears throat> he, yeah. Um. So yeah, the Mavs pick is at seventeen. I think like who does Tankathon have us taking? I'll tell you in a second. I'm gonna see. I want to just. I've taken the up. They have us taking Kello where it's. That's seven. disgusting. That's that's, <laughs> that's that's so gross. That's not necessary. And then DJ Wagner at 23. Tyler Smith at. I would take Tyler Smith there and DJ Wagner. I would love DJ Wagner there. It, where's Dillingham? 11. Bro, Dillingham, like, if we go from quick to Dillingham in one season, like, my joy for the game would be back. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I can – I don't know if <laughs> the quick hole in my heart can ever be filled. <laughs> Man left an impact. But, yeah, no. It would definitely – we just need another one of those, like, small guard, scrappy 
I'm gonna beat you in the most annoying way possible, guards. Yeah. Um, G says I'm scared that we're playing so well, and it's gonna prevent us from making a move because you know wait for health. I don't think you can do that. I don't think so either. And like, like the sleepy Leon memes are funny as hell, <laughs> but he's not sleepy. Like, like dude, they, he made the biggest trade. Yeah. Of the season this far again. Yeah. They make trades and for like I think they've made a trade every trade deadline since he's been here. Yeah. Derek Rose, Cam Reddish, if you count that. Yeah, D Rose, Cam, Josh Hart last year. Josh Hart and OG. I mean, even if you want to go before that, right, with I, th- this supposedly wasn't Leon Rose, but when we <laughs> traded Marcus Morris for that yeah. first. And like, I guess who do we trade Rivers for, or do we just release him? I think it was a, a release, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Point is, <laughs> he's been very good. Yeah. Um, and and even like, I think they know. Right when we did the OG trade, the dialogue was they know their window is now. Like they're going all in on Brunson and Randall because. You know, we have Brunson on the steal of a contract. It's time to cash in the chips. Unless Randall is not coming back or OG, like, needs freaking Tommy John. They're Don't gonna... say that. I'm, I'm not going to on wood. Yeah, my empty ass head. Um, <laughs> unless something like that happens, they have to make a trade. Because yeah, from the moment they made the OG trade, they were telling us, all right, we're going to make another trade next, uh, you know, at the deadline. So... Yeah, I mean, they just they gave up way too much ball handling to not make a trade. Yeah, like I don't. Julius isn't going to be healthy for the foreseeable future. I still don't really trust Dante's creation, and like OG can create minimally as well. So it's basically just all on Bronson. Dude, the stuff that Warriors fans are saying to me about about Dante, like I'm watching him play now, and I'm like. This is like not your Dante DiVincenzo. No, Warriors fans talk so bad about Dante. And it's like maybe he just played like shit for you guys, but he is absolutely balling out right now. Yeah, is, is Jalen Brunson um better than Steph Curry? Does he does he get more yeah, than mates? I'd say so. He's winning uh, more than Steph, that's for sure. Yeah. And he's also not being annoying like Steph. Uh I <laughs> Steph. I'm a LeBron fan. You and Tyrese, man. You both want Gordon Hayward. You're both LeBron fans. Both LeBron on? fans. You know, both both big fans of King Julius. <laughs> of course, King Julius. Uh, do you think Luca, this current team with a healthy roster, is a title contender? Yes, I do. I just don't think there's a lot of teams that can match our length defensively. And we kind of just have two stars who can score at all three levels surrounded by elite shooters. We have elite rebounders at basically every position, but point guard. And we protect the rim well. And the team's defense is just like out of this world since the OG trade. I just, the additional piece would be super nice and super helpful like i said before to get guys off their feet for a little bit so they're not completely burnt out come playoff time 
But if things fall where they're looking like, if Deuce keeps shooting the ball well, if Dante keeps shooting the ball well, it's basically just Josh has to pick it up even to like 75% of where he was last year, and this team looks unstoppable. Yeah, the the Josh Hart shit, man, like we talked about it before, but just pull the trigger, bro. Like nobody's going to have your head on a stick because you missed a shot. Like we're going to know you're going to get like bare minimum 25 minutes a game. Yeah, like don't get don't give me the out of rhythm. Yeah. You feel like bro, that's just not true. Like <sighs> whatever. I, if I, he yeah, it's just... I want I want to like fully like accept and like love Josh Hart. And every time he pumps it, <laughs> he's like no, not yet. Don't don't love me yet. I'm like Josh, shoot the ball, please. Like, no, nope. I want to, I want to embrace you, but he doesn't want me to embrace him for whatever reason. Nope, because he hates shooting the ball for some reason. It's yeah. disgusting. He hates me. He hates shooting the ball. He hates Luca. He hates the Strickland. <laughs> he only loves breast milk. <laughs> that's the only thing. Yep, he loves breast milk and podcasts. Yep, and, and podcasts. <laughs> oh man. Um, Back to no more live comments. Yes. Is there more live comments? There's one more just came in from Jason. Yeah. I think he knew we needed more help before everyone went out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he we never know what he's actually gonna do. There's just all the smoke, and then out of nowhere, he trades for either one of the guys well below what their um projected value was, or just like a random trade out of nowhere. <laughs> I don't I'm not kidding you. I'm like another sketch fan in here. Um, I'm not kidding you. When he said, when I said, um, <laughs> breast milk and podcast, I was, I was going to go like this and act like I was much, but I don't know if that was, that was something I should do. <laughs> uh, that's so crazy. Look at the sketch influence, man. <laughs> sketch influence. would have no idea what the fuck we're talking about. He'd be like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, since there's no more live comments, back to strictly NFL. Yeah, I got I got the football stuff star that you guys wanted me to talk about before. Um, do you think Kayvon will improve more now since apparently he never talked to anyone besides Wink's right hand guy? Yeah. So from looking at all the defensive linemen we had, from even Leo, um, before this regime got here. Dex, obviously, I think Ashawn came in and he was way better than than many anticipated. I think this defensive line staff, particularly Andre Patterson, obviously is the defensive line coach, big on hand technique, um, big on on winning the chest plate first, and you know all that all that stuff. Way more nuanced than anything Kevin and I forgot what the other Wilkins, Drew Wilkins uh, were were preaching to the linebackers, the outside linebackers. So, am, am I totally confident in Kayvon? Look, Kayvon still has stuff to prove because in college, he wasn't great with his hands either. But you saw in a lot of games, Jets games specifically, if he can just win, he's going to outperform all of his expected pass rush metrics just because he's such an athlete. His burst is probably one of the most ridiculous bursts of any edge in the league. And his closing speed on any quarterback who's like not Lamar Jackson or Josh Allen, 
if he's going to meet you and he's going to get you down. So yeah, the hands is, is a big thing to me. I also like, I want to see our S our S and C strength conditioning, just work with him more on like lower body stuff because he doesn't look big on TV. No. How tall is he? Like six, five. He's, he's listed six, as five, about two fifty. <clears throat> he does not. Julius is two fifty. Yeah, and that's two fifty. And I don't Kayvon, think but it's tiny. Where that? Look, man. And if if it's gonna happen, like it has to be this year because you're gonna go mm-hmm. into year four next season. You're gonna have to make the fifth year decision before that. So it get it gets, you know, it gets rocky. Um, for yeah. Better. Better terminology or worse terminology, whatever. And um, sticking with the defense for a second. Chris said, real quick. Um, yeah, yeah. You think we should resign McKinney? I think we definitely should because that's still a question mark, right? Like that's not a given. Yeah, um, I think we're gonna resign McKinney, and I think he's probably gonna get like I want to say maybe four forty-eight or somewhere around there. Yeah, I don't know what safety contracts are looking like. Um, but I do think I do think it's like vital that we keep him, especially in Shane Bowen's defense. Bayer had a bunch of high interception years, right? I think he had nine two years ago, like five year ago and like three this past year so if he can get I'll back say, to that um, here you go if he can just get back to where or how he was playing under patrick graham that'd be great we saw flashes of it at the end of last year but i'd love it over a full season i i think although he wasn't a perfect fit with wink right mm-hmm. i think that it might have just raised his ceiling because he is a better blitzer now than he was before. He is a better run defender now than he was before. Yeah. You know, he is better in the slot than he was before. And so I think this is an opportunity for the Giants. Like, if you can extend him this offseason and you get Shane Bowen to really marry what X did before Wink and with Wink, that could be a big time value hit. And then, you know, you're yeah. looking at a guy like Jesse Bates, who signed 464 for the Falcons and is really mainly a coverage guy. And then you look at X, who maybe gets 448, 452, somewhere around there. And, and uh, around this time next year, you're like, okay, this is one of the best safety contracts in the league. Yeah. And I mean, I think this might be the most, uh, yeah, it's probably the most talented group of corners and safeties that Bowen's had. Yeah. Because the DBs have been relatively weak for Tennessee while he's been there. It's really only been Bayard. Yeah. But he can work with Tay. He can work with Cordell Flott. He can work with Trey Hawkins. Pinnock's really coming into his own. Yes. Um, we'll see if we hold on to a Dory, but maybe we pull like a Jalen Johnson trade or something. I I love Jalen Johnson. I, I love Jalen Johnson here. He's so probably, good. Probably too expensive for us, but... Yeah, I don't think we would trade a first or a second for him. I think um, looking at the guys we've hired, especially, especially uh, Brasillo and obviously Bowen now, 
our needs on the offensive line are what? Guard spots, potentially right tackle. You look at who Brasillo worked with in Las Vegas. Jermaine Illuminor is going to be a free agent. He's the exact type of guy who com- who could come in, be a veteran who doesn't break the bank, and yep. compete with Neil. Greg Van Roten was starting over there in Las Vegas. He's a free agent, could be a fit. Shane Bowen slot for them this year was Sean Murphy bunting. Huge problem for the Giants this year, slot corner. Another free agent, Sean Murphy bunting. So a, I didn't know he was a free agent this year. Yeah, I, I really wanted him last year, and he yeah. was he was one of those guys where. He kind of was left without a chair in the offseason, so he signed a one-year deal with Tennessee, and he was the same guy. So I think a lot of it is, you know, for – obviously you want to bring in a guy who's who's performed and gotten juice out of his position group before, but I think they also, when making their list of guys to interview, right, they were like, okay, well, we want somebody who's good, but what if we get somebody who's good and bring in their guys? Yeah, which which makes all the sense in the world, right? So, um, that's that's a big thing that I'm waiting to see. I I would really like Sean Murphy Bunting, and I would give myself a big pat on the back for wanting him last year if he comes here. So yeah, maybe I'm I mean, biased. it's as important to retain and build up depth as it is to improve um, talent at positions because mm-hmm. we can't really afford to lose any depth on the old line, like. Which are Glowinski and Bredesen both free agents? Uh, Glowinski's gonna get cut. Yeah, yeah. Um, he can. We can save about like four and a half million. Which I'll just look this up right now to confirm. But if like if Bredesen's expiring, I wouldn't hate bringing him back with some of the Vegas guys because we're gonna need depth eventually. We can't go with like Josh Azudu and. Yeah, I, I'm pretty confident Bredesen will be back. Um, he played average which yeah better than what you know we have in a lot of spots i wonder if um, last year, i think pew's retiring oh really i didn't see that um because he's only even from last season he said he would only continue playing if he played for the giants and i don't see us bringing him back um so this is not like a, like a source who told me he's retiring or something it's just he said yeah, town sources, Greek yeah. sources. <laughs> um, last year, uh, Sean Murphy signed one year, three and a half million. So, oh my god! I mean, we don't have a ton of cap space. No, after after the draft class, I think we'll have about like twenty eight. Um, but he also takes into the fact that we're going to cut Lewinsky. We're going to move some other stuff around. Probably restructure some guys. Yeah, we'll, we'll probably end up around mid thirties, and if that's we'll, the case, like a like a three year eighteen million dollar deal for Murphy Bunting, like even three years twenty four, like I would really take that right away. I would. I don't know if the Giants would put that forward. I think eight seems like a lot. You said he's coming off three and a half. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, with how tight the cap is this year. And still having to re-sign McKinney and seeing if we want to re-sign Saquon and needing to keep up depth and all that. I just don't know if I see them going above like six for a guy like Murphy Bunting. Yeah. And like I'm not saying I wouldn't sign him for eight a year. I 100% would. But I just don't know if the Giants can afford to make that. 
yeah financial um fair perspective i also think i think the giants are counting their edge before they had their eggs before they hatch with uh saquon i think they're just planning on getting a comp pick for him and letting him walk honestly that's what my gut yeah they get a comp pick for like it depends on different things like salary and Mm. other benchmarks but if saquon signs somewhere he's he's gonna get paid right so yeah i could totally see them bringing him back too though i'm not gonna lie i i really don't know man like I, I just don't know that like there is so many different ways this off season could go. Yeah. And until I see what happens with, with the draft and, you know, may, like there's been a lot of rumors recently of, of, of quarterback sliding. There's been a lot of, yeah. Yeah. And I did see that. About the, um, about the bears trading from one to two, the commanders taking a quarterback at one, then the bears would go MHJ at number two. Um, there's mixed reports in the Patriots and the Cardinals don't need a quarterback. The Chargers don't need a quarterback. So future giant Jaden Daniels. Jaden Daniels. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see, man. It's going to be interesting. Um, I'm going to have a, a strictly NFL episode coming out for the Super Bowl and some other stuff to cover. So a um, little, little self plug. Thank you, Sam, for the platform. Being <laughs> <laughs> a Super Bowl. Um, there's not really any more comments rolling in, so I guess we can wrap it up with this, maybe. Yeah. Um, who's your Super Bowl pick for this year? I've gone back and forth on this uh, on this a lot, and I probably regret it, but I think I'm taking the Niners. <laughs> yep, that's yeah. I figured. Like that's... I have no confidence in that pick, but <laughs> I, I gotta take somebody, and I don't know if. Like, I don't think the Niners are going to outsmart themselves like the way the Ravens did last week. Like, if the Ravens kept running the ball, I think they probably win that game. But Yeah, the Ravens got way too cute last week, and it bit them, which I figured it would because you can only, like, really hold off Kansas City for too long. Yeah. The the one thing I'll say is it's going to be interesting to see uh, KC's tackling versus the Niners' yards after catch guys because – Mm. Dude, like Trent McDuffie, you know, Legarius Sneed, Nick Bolton, all those guys, like, dude, they can all tackle in space. And I think even beyond, like, you know, the the Kittle versus Kelsey matchup, not directly, obviously, but, like, just those two guys being on, on opposing sidelines, um, beyond Mahomes, I think this is going to come down to can, can Shanahan get guys in enough space to where – you know, they're forcing missed tackles. And if that can happen, I mean, I, I just don't – I don't love – I don't love KC's defense against them because I don't think they've faced playmakers like the Niners have. Yeah, I mean, I think Shanahan, like, to your point, will do a really good job of getting McCaffrey and Debo in space because the – Kansas City's corners aren't big corners. Justin Reed hits hard. They all like tackle very well, like you said as well. But Debo might just bounce <laughs> off guys if you get him in enough space. And then McCaffrey with blockers in front of him is as good as anybody in the NFL. Yeah. So yeah, sure. I just like if the Niners can get some traction going offensively and get in a groove, I just don't see the Chiefs offense keeping up with it. 
if I was the Niners, I'd and I won the toss, I'm taking the rock. As yeah. in, as, Green Bay. Why not? As unpopular as that might be, like I think a big theme in the playoffs has been why why would I not want to take the ball? Like the Packers mm-hmm. jumped ahead, won the game against the Cowboys, got the ball against the Niners, pushed into the brink in a lot of ways because they drew first blood. Yeah. The only I think the Chiefs scored first and then and then the Ravens scored. Either way, that game that game was close, so kind of a move point there. But just putting putting you know your foot to the gas pedal on a team just so important. And then you can really dictate, like you know, if you get the ball with three minutes left in the, in the half, you can dictate. Okay, we're gonna try to run this clock out to where our drive finishes right before the clock ends, and you can't double dip. Right. Yeah. So then all of a sudden you're looking at getting a stop out of halftime and being in total control. So th- that's where I line up on it. I think conventional wisdom is probably changing more into that direction as, you know, just the value of playing from, from in front really kind of, you know, makes itself more known. Um, But yeah, that that's, there's my football spiel. Uh, anything you want to add on to before we get out of here? Not really. I mean, just one more time. Thank God the Knicks got it done tonight. Yeah. Like, it wasn't a pretty win by any metric. It sucks seeing Brunson get hurt. Second, well, I guess like third star to get hurt in the last couple of weeks for the Knicks, if you count OG. Yeah. Um, but shout out to Dante and the bigs and Deuce for just getting it done. Um, for anybody who wasn't in here earlier, Con and I were saying, just grab one win before the all-star break and <laughs> roll into it, get healthy and get ready to go after the break, hopefully with another additional piece. Yeah. Um, I think the next time we see everybody is after the trade deadline. So that'll be fun. Um, we got the trade deadline and the Mavericks on Thursday, I believe. Yep. So there'll be a lot to talk about. Um, if there's no trade, we could slander Leon. <laughs> Um, if there is a trade, we can talk about how we're title contenders. So yeah. <laughs> I think um, Schwinn and Miranda are jumping on YouTube Yep. on they Thursday at 1.30 yes. for trade deadline. So be sure to check that out. Um, if they make a trade, awesome. If they don't, I'm sure that <laughs> I'm sure they'll find something to talk about. Oh, if if they make a trade or if they don't make a trade, we'll have the same amount of stuff to talk about. Cause yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'll get a game off regardless. For sure. <laughs> uh, all right, everybody. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, for me and Luca, we appreciate you guys, and uh, yeah. we'll see you on the next one. Catch you guys. Our house is a mess. Come on in. I'm Amber Wallen, internet comedian, plant queen, and host of your new favorite podcast, Fly on the Wild. Okay, that's pretty presumptuous to assume that this is going to be their favorite podcast, by the way. Like, come on, Amber. Anyway, that wasp that you just heard interrupt me is my husband. And co-host, Benjamin Wallen, also a comedian, and I host people at our home. I have a great wine collection in my cellar. Well, you it's mean a cellar. the mini fridge. Yeah, it's a mini yeah, fridge. It's a mini yeah. fridge. New episodes of Fly 
Eye on the Wallen drop every Wednesday. Listen in as we discuss relationships, books, and keeping our sweet baby kid alive while we make laughs on the internet. Subscribe to Fly on the Wallen wherever you get your podcasts.